fam, it's your man Dante the Dark Knight, and welcome to Damn It, Let's Talk, the talk show that has been away for a long, long while, and we're returning here to where it all began, Blog Talk Radio. We've been going for over three years, and I have reassembled the team. It's almost like putting the Justice League back together. Like I've I've reassembled all the superheroes and we're all back together again and we're going to go out and fight this crime or this nonsense or whatever the hell is going on out there. We're going to talk about it and you guys hopefully are going to enjoy it. Today, we're talking about the family structure. The difference between the structure of the families of the past versus the structure of today where women were homemakers and managed children and the mechanics of running the home, and today where women are partners in every aspect of home life and still financially responsible for the the family in partnership with their man. Now, how does that benefit or detrimentally impact the family? Men versus women. We're coming back with a gender discussion, and we're coming back with everyone. If you remember correctly, we have Darla, We have Jerome, we have Cookie, and we have Shira. Now, for people that are new to this podcast, you're going to see something here. You're going to hear a dynamic that you may as well get used to because this is the way that this show operates. You're going to hear some back and forth. You're going to hear some things that doesn't sound flattering or may even sound like we don't like each other, but we love each other. It's just discussion. It's all a part of our show. So without further ado, let me bring in the rest of my superhero team, Darla, Jerome, Cookie, and Shira. Welcome, guys. You can all speak on top of each other right now. Hey, Yes. I have missed my man in the top family. Yes, and we have missed you. Oh, my goodness. With all the things that's going on, I, I, I gave a big, giant speech when we came on Facebook Live, and I, I'm not doing that. We're just going to get right down to it. I'm just happy to have you guys back. I've been doing a lot of groundwork trying to push this program podcast to the next level, and it all starts today because the first thing that has to happen is we've got to put out good content. So we're here, and we know that as long as we're talking – uh, about subjects that it's going to be good content and hopefully the people will come back we, we invite everybody to come back we're back and we'll be back regularly weekly weekly we'll be back i'll be posting the show every week and these guys don't even know it. we haven't even talked about it yet they're like what what well, every week okay yeah but we're going to do that that's what we're doing <laughs> i made a commitment to myself so guys um starting with uh darla how's it been going I have been fantastic. Loving Charlotte still. Still, you know, um, working with my baby, my husband. Still making things happen. And that is wonderful. What's the the weather down there like today? It's a little chilly today. It is 61 degrees, which is kind of keeping me in the house. I've been spoiled by the 70s. Um, But it's gotten a little cooler. And that's probably why I caught the flu. Messing around with the 78s and all of that in the middle of February. So... Now I have to suffer through it, but I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm on the mend. Okay, that's good to hear. Rome, how's it going with you, man? Haven't talked to you in a while. Uh, it's going good. You know, I'm still fighting this, um, this unemployment beast. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, you got hands. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. And, uh, and, uh, but yeah, I'm back to work um, now. I'm going to be starting a, a new venture here uh, on Monday, as a matter of fact. Uh, but, you know, 
like a broken record with me if you go back and listen to some of the old shows <laughs> I was singing the same tune so but uh, but yeah hopefully it'll be different this time around and uh, but otherwise you know I'm doing I'm doing good man. I can't complain well that is great to hear I'm glad to hear that um Sarah how's it going Sarah we had we, temporarily we replaced you Sarah you know and um <laughs> with a, a, a girl named Summer, and she was all right. I thought she would be a great replacement for you, but just didn't. she just didn't cut it. So we, we had to cut her. And I'm so happy that you Wait. decided to come back and take your your old spot back. Well, I'm glad that you guys had me back. I really appreciate it. You know, this I go back to the very start of Damn It, Let's Talk. So uh, me and Darlin, Omar, and, and you, and so I'm just thrilled to still be part of your guys' family. That you still let me have a place at the table. Maybe you'll put me in the intro again. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get that all <laughs> tightened up and everything. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get you back there. Don't worry about it. Well, wow, that's good. I'm glad we're glad to have you back too, Cookie. How have you been? I've heard you've been a little under the weather. Oh man, all is well, guys. Just uh, living. I feel like I'm finally. Uh, getting back to me and uh, a little oral surgery is just uh, my road to recovery on a, a couple of different things so um, but all is well and um, started writing again and and just you know living just living life enjoying every moment well I am so happy about that so you know this is you know this is like this part we do this all the time we always do an introduction stuff like but today What's happening is like this is like the um when you get into the ring and the, and the referee comes around and they start talking like you guys have a, I don't want none of this I don't want none. this is all this that's going on pre-fight because it's about to get it's about to be on in about a couple minutes here so Dala this is your baby you thought of this let me let you take us into this discussion here. Well, you know Dante, um, I've been married. For 20 years now, and you know, my husband and I, we're, we're we kind of do things a little differently. As far as the background noise, I'm, I'm on mommy duty, so we do things a little differently. He cooks, I cut the grass, you know, um, I manage our finances, he kind of keeps a hands off approach to that, you know. And people always ask, Well, why are you outside cutting the grass, or how come he asks you about? you know, spending this on that. And, and I say, because, you know, this is how it works for us. But they feel so, you know, confused by, you know, our structure. And, you know, I even had women say, well, you know, back in the day, we weren't, you know, involved in, in, in the money. You know, the man did this, the man did that, and he made these decisions. And I'm like, oh, yeah, well, we're not, ba- I'm not back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere. women who are still you know, live in that way, and they think it's okay, and then they pass these, these thoughts on to their children, to their daughters primarily, and make them dependent. Um, so I just wanted to, you know, bring that up and see how you guys, you know, feel about it, what you've heard from others around, you know, how families are structured. You know, does it, you know, um, detrimentally impact boys or girls one way or another? Or does it, is it just a natural evolution, you know, for women to now become more of a partner and to, you know, take on whatever role is required based on the family's needs? 
Well, I, I don't see, I don't see anything the matter with the, the old model. Why, why do we change that anyway? Who, 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 who? I didn't get a vote in that. Who, who decided to change the old model where, where, where the guy, you know, did everything and, and called all the shots? Who changed that anyway? Because I didn't get a vote. I did not get a vote. <laughs> I was going to ask if, uh, if Dollar wear pants while she cutting the grass. Like, she wear Wranglers or Dickies? <laughs> 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 but no, seriously, seriously, though. My grass looks better than most men's grass on my block. My husband you walked down the street and it. All right, we, we, we're having a little difficulty hearing you, Darla. Could you get uh, closer or something? You're, you're kind of. Oh, is this better? Yeah, it's better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, they do, have do you edge it? Questions about it. But my lawn looks better than theirs. Do, do you edge the grass though? I, I do. I create, let me tell you, it's a whole system. I start with pre-emergent in January, and I have fertilized and weed and seed, and then I do it all. And my lawn. I gotta, see, I gotta come down there and see because you know I, you know, I cut the grass over here. You know, you know, it's a man thing. You know, I'm proud of that. It's, but it's not a man thing. <laughs> and that's what we're, and that's why we're discussing this today. Right. So, whoever is better at it. So, who, I mean, like, okay, I was just joking, of course, but the the dynamic of the family has changed. We're no longer living in, like, I would even say, like, my mom, my mom and dad's time, and they're still alive, thank God. So, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Those roles are defined. My dad handles bills and and things of that nature, the uh, cutting of the grass, the uh, shoveling of the snow. My mom does all the homemaker stuff and and then and, and their roles are defined and and they're okay with that. And I think I don't know when when it changed, but I think with our generation things started to change mightily. It might even mightily, mightily. And I, I don't know who would be who would be the uh, I, I want to say, I mean, this might be a bad choice of words. I want to say, I don't know who's the culprit of all this, but it's, I think I, I talked, I talked about this subject with men sometimes and I tell them the role that we have played in the roles changing also. And they, and they're like, what are you talking about? And I say, because we yeah. have little girls and when we raise our little girls, who was raising their little girl? to 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 be that way who especially when you're a man and you're you're in the locker room with other men and you know how men can be and you don't want your little princess subjected to some of the the um let me say uh (laughs) not so nice things that men do uh in relationships so you 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 raise your daughter to make sure that they can take care of themselves Mm-hmm. You know right. what I'm saying? You want exactly. to protect them from the, the, the you know, the, all the guy talk you hear and, and, and some of the behavior you see uh, that they they, they uh, have towards women. You don't want your your princess subjected to that. So you raise them to make sure you get your you get a job, make sure you get your own money, make sure you do this. Don't be but dependent. You know what, Dante, I, I think you are not you're you're the minority. You know, there are men out here that aren't doing what you're talking about. And I think that's the issue. We don't have enough of guys like you. Well, go but ahead, Sarah. I, mean, I mean, I think I think men did play a critical role, but I don't I don't necessarily agree that that's the role that they played. I think men started to 
played the role or impact the role of the women in the in the house and what we were doing when they decided they had a power complex and they would say things well I go to work all day I make the money and then women kind of turned the tables and said hey don't think that I can't do what you do I can do what you do and to Bella's point I can do it better you know and so when men as a society decided to try and throw it in women's face that they were doing the things that they were doing that they part of their gender roles but didn't want to hear women say well yeah but here's what i'm doing as part of my gender role women just kind of took the reins and said you know what i don't need you i want you you need to recognize that right, right. Excellent point, and you know what and i was going to say too um why some of the roles reverse is because of just life life happens sometimes you end up losing a mate sometimes you end up um uh, you know, things just happen in life and the roles do get reversed. Um, no fault of anybody's own, but it, sometimes the roles just get reversed. And there's not, I love how um, uh, Darla said, this is what works for us. And I think when people begin to understand that you're not in a competition with your partner. And I think that's one of the things that breaks down so many relationships is like you're trying right. to compete. You don't need to compete. I'm, I'm with you, you're with me, we're together. And together we're going to make this work. So if right. this works, if it works with him being a cook and Darla out there cutting the grass, if it keeps peace in their household, regardless of what other people think, their value, you know, their, um, you know, I can't even think of the word I'm trying to say, their opinions, it, it doesn't matter. Right. It's keeping right. peace in Darla and, and her husband's house and this, and they got a good relationship. Some people just get in just because they're just nosy. And everybody, as my mother used to say, everybody has a, a an opinion just like a nose. So whatever works for the couple. And I think that's what most people need to focus in on. What works for the couple. Uh, I totally agree. Right, right before you jump in, I totally agree with that. Cookie, go ahead, Jerome. Um, I, I think another um, contributive factor would be uh, the economics have changed in households, mm -hmm. uh, wherein um, you, you can't really get by depending on the lifestyle that you're leading with a single income. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's, you know, having that dual income and, and really counting on your partner um, to, to, to make the, a significant contribution uh, to, to both to the household uh, financially has uh, caused these um these uh, roles have changed as well because now the, the, the woman is, is not in the house as she traditionally uh, would be and, mm -hmm. and really not not expected to be uh, in the house anymore by a, a lot of men that, that, you know, I know, you know, they would love their woman or they love the fact that their woman is out there getting it and getting money and, and bringing it back into the house mm -hmm. uh, so that we can have a better life. Yeah. Um, so I don't even know... Um, and that's where that whole uh, traditional uh, housewife uh, stuff falls apart, you know, because um, you can't you can't expect uh, a woman that's that's going out and, and worked all day or all night or whatever hour shift uh, she's working it to, to then turn around and come home and play homemaker. Why? That's ridiculous. Why? See, that's what I didn't get a vote. I didn't I didn't get a vote in, 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 in that changing or anything. See, that 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 was a culture shock to me. I just explained my my upbringing, my my parents and, and their roles and everything like that. And I'm it might sound funny, but this is the truth. I'm being really honest here. Um, so I I had I see these roles and I went from 
I went from that, from my mom doing all that, stay home mom, homemaker, took care of everything, to uh, I got married very young, 21. 21, I, went, I, I married a woman who was of those beliefs also, who took care of everything, and 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 I and I we played our roles at even the, and she did work, uh, but she did all that, and then I move on. You know that didn't work out because I was too I was emotionally immature. So that's why I couldn't do all of that. <laughs> right. Go okay. Ahead. Well, no, it was it was I, I was the, I was the asshole. I, I mean, I'll take full credit for why that first marriage was you know broke up. I was just too emotionally immature. So yeah, uh, I'll take credit for that. No problem. So then I move on and I meet my current wife, beautiful woman, very progressive. And I'm going to tell you, I was like a fish out of water. I had to I had to learn to be uh, this this different role thing. And, and you know, we've had discussions because you can just imagine with the, my, with my mindset coming from that to this with my wife. And you guys know my wife. You know, there was some growing pains, right? It was some growing pains and there was some knocking of heads and things like that. But guess what? I got it now. I'm only kidding. (laughs) I got it now. But no, no, seriously, though, seriously, I I went from that and it took and I'm going to tell you, it took, um, I, I, I hate to bring in the hocus pocus or whatever, but it took the, the it took the power of God. You know what I'm saying to, to to have me, you know, change my perspective of how things work. So I, I I agree with everything, especially what you were saying, Darla, and what you backed up, Cookie, about it's what works for you. It is what works for you. Forget about the locker room talk. Forget about what they say mm-hmm. is a traditional role and, and things like of that nature. It's what works for you. And 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 to be very honest and, and fair about it, like Jerome mm-hmm. said, how can you expect a woman to go out and 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 they are earning just as well? Statistics say they they're not earning just as much as us, but in a lot of cases they are earning just as much or more than us. And in and, and, and certain uh, careers and things like that, how do you expect when they do as much work in, uh, in earning the income as, as men do that they would have to come home and inherit all of the responsibilities of 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 the household and, and not and, and those responsibilities not be divvied up and shared? And um, can I check? Can I jump in here? Sure. Say, oh, go ahead. Darla. No, I was just going to say. But there's another dynamic, too, where, you know, you have men that are staying home because the woman, the wife, makes mm-hmm. more or her job is more demanding and she, you know, needs to be, you know, able to make moves. He stays home. He chooses. They decided as a family that he's going to be the one that stays home and rears the children. And, you know, men, I mean, I have, because we have it in our office, you know, when the woman, the wife husband comes in and brings the kids and you know the men kind of look at him a little strange but it is a dynamic for their family that is working for them so you know that's been hard for some men to take too but i this is what um i i was listening when dante was talking and i like when he said i had to learn now in that being said you're not saying that as a sign of weakness because um the truth of the matter is when you get into relationships especially a new one I would say, and like you said, you you were immature with your first one, so now you're into a new one. I think some of the things that we forget, even with me at the age I am, I'm always learning. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you have to relearn 
or take some of the things, not that our parents uh, didn't teach us great things and great foundations, but in our time and in our society and in our era, you have to try to relearn some things and um, be open to learn something new. And I think that sometimes uh, causes for our heads to butt too because of the simple fact, well, my mama did it this way or my daddy did it this way, but it's not working for you guys that way. So you sit down, you come up with your plan of what works for you. And in, in the process of learning that plan, that means you have to open your mind to learn something different. And everybody's yeah, not open it. to do that. You would you will be surprised. I'm in the locker room, Jerome. I'm sure you're in the locker room. And I try, you know, Absolutely. you try to surround yourself with people that are like minded. But don't get it twisted. I got people in my circle that are totally not as like minded as I am. Well, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. For me, I, um, like I say, I've been married 17 years, March 30th this month. Mm-hmm. And you know, initially, yeah, when we thank you when we first got married. Um, and we moved in together, I, you know, this was a, my mind state today was not what it was back then. Back then she worked and I still expected my dinner to be hot, you uh-huh. know, my clothes to be washed, my yeah. clothes to be on. I used to, I used to actually come at my wife about why the crease of my pants wasn't as crisp as I thought it should be. You know what I'm saying? Because back Boy. then my mind <laughs> Back then, my mind state was that you know, um, you know, I could find somebody else to do this. It was a real ignorant, yeah, and, and yeah. real immature. I and um, you know, it's like, well, if you don't want to do it, I'll find somebody else who can. You know, and that mm-hmm. was that was my approach and my mentality. A real cold, callous. Um, but over the years, like I say, seventeen of them, seventeen of them things. You know, I, you know, she's now. Um, I own my own clothes, <laughs> you, know? And, uh, you know, I wash clothes, you know, I cook sometimes, you know, uh, but you know, there's still things that, um, like we've evolved and settled into roles. Like, you know, um, right. I take care of the vehicles, you know, um, but even still, like I, I still let her take her car to the mechanic, and, and, but I'll have her put me on speakerphone or something like that, you know, cause I can't you know, get off the of work or whatever to get up there. But um, she goes food shopping. She does that by herself, you know. Um, but I help her carry the groceries in the house. I cut the grass, you know. Um, I wash dishes, you know. Um, so, I mean, but initially, you know, I, I threw that all on her, plus the, plus the 40-hour work week. You know what I mean? Wow. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like but part I, of that reasoning, can I ask the question, was part of that reasoning, you were like that was because you were raised if that's how it should be. That's my uh, question well, I have. Yeah, that's that's yep. that's exactly what it was because yep. I grew up yep. two that's what it was. Yep. And my mom was a stay at home mom. Yep, exactly. Yep. And so when I got married I expected the same thing from yep. my wife that I had gotten from 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 my mother. And for me, it was the same exact thing, but it was twofold because I went from my two-parent household where the roles were like that to a a first marriage where my first wife was like that. She was exactly like that. And so, you know, 10 years, 12 years of that marriage and and my upbringing, yeah, I was sunk in. I I just thought that these, you know, that everybody... (laughs) That's the way it was. That's the way it was. You know, and, 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 and you're right. And and it's a lot of men, and don't get it twisted, there's a lot of men that still believe that, that those roles are the traditional roles, and, and it's just asinine. Like, I do I do a lot more 
than I did coming into the marriage. And don't get me, don't get it wrong. It ain't, it's not been like it's been the last five years. It's only been like the last year where I really made a turn. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I was, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was, I was, I wasn't as bad as Rome and callous as Rome, of course, but, um, it was, you know, I still had my, my ideas of things, but now, you know, I, I'm, 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 I don't, I do everything but cook. I just, I don't cook. I, I like to cook. If I, I guess if I get in the kitchen a little bit more, I'll get a little bit better at it. But, um, I used to be better at it, but when the kids don't like what you cook, I, you know, that I don't, I don't want to cook. You know what I'm saying? Like, she'll, she'll be like, why don't you cook that? I'm like, no, the kids don't like it. No, I'm not, I'm not making food and then forcing them to eat what they don't like. So please, could you just handle that? I'll do the dishes. I'll, I'll mop the floor. I'll do all that other stuff. I do all the other stuff. If you could just handle the cooking, I'll, I'll make sure the house is clean when you get home and all that, but just handle the cooking. But getting back to what Rome said, there are a lot of guys, there are a lot of guys that still think like that. Believe me. I mean, they look at me when I tell them that I'm vacuuming the floor and they laugh. I mean, it's, it's that mentality is still prevalent. Bad. Yeah, they'd be like. Because they see it as a sign of weak. They see it as a sign of weakness. And, and yeah. Yeah, they see it as a sign of weakness, but it's not your partnership. And if your right. partnership, why can't you vacuum the floor? Why can't you do the? That's you. Know, I look at my son and his wife. Not, right, not even why can't you, but why would you not? Yeah, I look at my not? my son and his wife. They are. I always watch them because they tickle me because they're, they're a cute little couple. But I mean, Aaron would get up, he get to cleaning. If he's cleaning, if kids cleaning upstairs, he's cleaning downstairs. Or vice versa. They do, you know, they have those roles. And I always say to them, you know, and now don't get me wrong, she does a lot for him. But I just love how they roll. And that's part of they've learned the system. This is what works for us. Mm -hmm. And if we're going to keep peace in this household, we're not going to get into. And you think about how many marriages break up over like really trivial stuff. Because of what Rome said, like, about the crease in the pants and all that kind of stuff. Or uh, uh, Charlotte and Dora, uh, Charlotte and uh, um, Darla and Ronette, we need to have a show separate to this. Because this is where, I'm going to get into this, this is where people end up losing themselves. Because you're trying to do too much for one person that in the process you end up losing yourself. Oh, no, no, no. You're not going to be spreading this poison on these airwaves. Uh-uh, no. No, no, you're not. No, uh, uh. I love you, Doctor. <laughs> hey, oh, 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 just to interrupt for one second, could y'all just keep the conversation going? Because I, I just remembered I'm supposed to fold the laundry. So, what? Just keep this conversation going, and because I'm gonna get in trouble if I don't get this laundry folded. So, just keep talking, and I'll be right back. Just fold the laundry. Don't just fold the laundry. You don't even have to know you folding the laundry. How about that? You just, you just get that pile. To the next to you and fold that line. The only one that needs to know it. Fold it. Where is Charlotte at? Because I need to hear I, some. So, okay. so I was just gonna say it's it's interesting that you bring that up. I think so. I am. Um, I'm. I've always been a very traditional woman, so I'm very. Uh, I like the gender role, generally speaking, but I also happen to really like my job, and I'm really good at it. Um, so I'm in this weird predicament where. I actually don't have an issue doing the gender role stuff, the typical, the historic. That's like, why we leave with y'all for white know. women. That's why we leave with y'all for white women. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> go, go on, Shira. Preach. Preach. No, but, 
but the reality is, is there is truth in the fact that, you know, um, I, I can very easily lose myself and just end up doing everything. And mm-hmm. for me, I have to make this huge conscious effort because I have an 11 year old son. He's almost 12. And I know that someday his wife is going to hate me simply because he's going to have these very All right, we got to separate you from the black women, Shara. You're getting you're getting influence. We got to separate segregation, segregation, segregation. Segregation. Don't listen to them. Just don't listen to them girls. If that's what you love, Shara, and if that's what you want to do, that's fine. I think it goes it still goes but if that's what you want to do, fine. I'm not against the woman woman who do traditional stuff. I'm not against that. Um, what I'm saying is you have to, whatever works for your household. That's all I'm saying. And you, and you. I do. That, though, Go ahead, Sean. I think she has a responsibility of making sure that her children are aware that this is not you know, an end-all, be-all structure. No, you go somewhere with that, Darla. You just raise your children like you want to raise them. No, no, because Darla just got strict. Because when she starts, she enunciates anyway, but when she get a hard enunciation, like, that is the problem with you. You need to, when she gets there, no, no, no. I'm going to just calm, calm you down. Just calm down a second. No, that, that's this is what this woman wants to do. If she wants to be a traditional woman, like Cookie said, like you said, if it works, for her and that's the key thing if it works for you for me so like with my children i have to not make the mistake that that maybe your parents made or your mom made because my mom didn't make a mistake now you're coming at my mom all right go ahead (laughs) go ahead i'm gonna let i'm gonna gonna let that slide i'm gonna let that slide go ahead i feel like i just went from white women's are women are great to white women are crazy very very quickly No, but I, I do like, and, and it's almost a struggle because I don't want my son to grow up necessarily thinking his wife has to, to emulate what he grew up seeing. And I don't want my daughter to grow up thinking she has to do what I do in order to please the man, because that's not what it's about. I don't do it to please my man. I do it because it pleases me. Like it makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! I just got a warm feeling inside. Say that again, Shara. You do it because you love to do it. So let me ask you this question, Shara. Let me ask you a question. Can you put creases in jeans? Can you put creases in pants? Right. Do you ask your daughter? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, boys well, don't do dishes. It, you know, I will say that, generally speaking, I don't ask my son to do certain chores, but not because the, because of a gender role. It's just because I'm a little controlling on how it's done. I am very particular, and so you're not going to find my son washing dishes. Not because I don't think a man can wash dishes, because I do, but because I like to wash my dishes a specific way. Because men are the leaders of the free world, and we, you know, you don't give them skill sets of dishwashing. You can't lead the free world as a good 
dishwasher. You lead the free world as the leader of people. You over you teach your son to oversee his sister as she's washing the dishes. That's what you teach your <laughs> son. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Guys, I, I just want to say that um, on this note, that one of the reasons that uh, I got away from that whole uh, mentality was number one, uh, I grew up a little bit. Actually, I grew up a lot. And uh, there were things that my wife was uh, going through in the workplace uh, that were gender specific, her being a black female and, and being in the workplace around men, um, having, having to deal with that and coming back home and, and bringing those issues to me and us working on those at home and what our approach should be. And then that, that's one. And then two was, um, you know, the whole, you know, getting older, I start to lose a lot of my elders. And uh, even, even folks who have passed on that, that were still, too, still young. Um, and so I didn't want to handicap uh, my wife. You know, something mm-hmm. happened to me because, you know, the Mars not promised to anybody. Something happened to me, I realized that, you know, there were things that she needed to understand and know how to do. And then vice versa, something happened to her, you know, that I would need to be able to take care of myself and not be handicapped by her loss. Um, right. And so that, you know, my whole approach to, mm-hmm. to our lives moving forward with the possibility of, of it not being with each other, um, you know, we would need to know, you know, I figured, you know, all these years I owe it to you um, to, to, for you to know how to take care of yourself, how to go to the mechanic mm-hmm. and not, not pay extra money. You know, for things that you don't need, how to how to order your own parts online. You know, mm. taking her and and walking her through those steps because you know right. I lost my I lost my younger brother um, in 2015, and he he has uh, two girls, two nieces. Um, one is nine, one is eleven, and you know his wife is a widow now, and mm. so and she struggles, and mm-hmm. and like I say, um, I know I didn't want my wife if she lost me you know, to lose everything that we built together because, uh, or feel like she needed to immediately replace me with a half-ass, you know. Right. Um, just right. to yeah. maintain everything that we built together. You know, I want we, her to be self-sustainable, you know. Which is what happened. Go ahead, darling. No, I was just going to say that, that's a really good point. I didn't, you know, it I didn't is. Think about it from that perspective. I, and I really dig that. I, I, I love the fact how you just broke all of that down because a lot of men, if they... But that is because you're mature too. You're mature. The, yeah. the mindset had yeah. changed. Yeah. Um, yeah. My dad had all girls, so we came. He came from a whole different perspective with us, um, with having all girls. Like you know, you need to know how to protect yourself. That kind of made us independent. Then him and my mother broke up, so she was teaching me independency from her perspective. He was teaching us, me and my sisters, independency from his perspective. Um, as far as like just a lot of stuff that Rome just said, as far as, you know, when you your car and, and stuff like that and just don't jump to with any old man. You ain't got to just have a man just to say you got one so you can, you know, and he don't treat you right. So I, I really, I appreciate that. Rome, I appreciate Wow, that's a first. That's yeah, a damn it, I, let's I, talk I, first. That's I a damn it, let's down. talk first. I appreciate that. I really do because... And a lot of and a lot of brothers need to say that to their their daughters, you know, and and just explain that from that perspective. But again, it came with maturity, and that's the learning and relearning. That's the learning and the relearning. 
and it doesn't it's not a sign of weakness and i think that's where our men lose it so many times because they they see it as being weak and it's not a sign actually it's kind of you know i don't even want to say but if y'all know ladies <laughs> if you know what i'm thinking but, i know exactly what you were thinking you know what i mean but it, it it's not a sign of weakness and, and i not appreciate that and if i had a daughter i would want and i was married i would want my husband to tell her the same thing well that's what you know i i, I I uh, started the conversation by stating uh, the role that we might have played as men in helping. And, and, and exactly what you explained your father did is like what, what I'm explaining, like fathers are doing nowadays. So, you know, not I don't know how long your father's is uh, like my parents age. So that, got, that's, that goes back. But, yeah, we got more men teaching their women. I mean, there's daughters to be independent, to, to be, uh, you know, to, uh, have your own, being able to take care of yourself and not having to depend solely on a man. It's not a bad thing to have a man, but it's not, it's a bad thing to lose yourself in a man. That yeah. is a bad thing. Um, now my, my, my turn came, uh, when I matured, it, it came out of love actually as you know, cause you know, you in a relationship the love grows, too over the time and Mm -hmm. I you know I matured and I realized that you know this is a lot for my wife to do and now that I had the time because I changed shifts too I changed shifts and that was a big drastic change that now all of a sudden I have all this time on my hands why don't I do these things and just make it easier for my wife because I do love her you know what I'm saying and it was like an epiphany so I just just dug in and and start doing the things that uh, I see needed done that were quote unquote maybe tr- what I thought was quote unquote traditionally women's work and stuff like that. But you're right; it's a partnership, and 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 how stupid is it if you, you know you don't want to clean up your own house? You know what I mean? Like 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 how 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 do, stupid is it if that you don't want to contribute to the. Uh, the, the, the cleansiness or, or the, just the betterment of your situation. It's your house. You live there, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Why, why wouldn't you want to do the dishes or vacuum the floor if you see the floor need a vacuum or do the laundry if you see? It's just, you know. But, again, we came up in a different climate. It's, and I had to explain this to yeah. my wife. Like, I don't not hate you for not doing these things, like not doing them before. I just didn't know. You know, I just have never had to do that. It's just like if you don't know how to swim, you just don't jump in the water and become a fish. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it takes a while. You have to learn how to how to swim. You have to learn the technique mm-hmm. and everything. And it has to and you have to do it over and over and over be, be, before you get good or proficient at it. It just doesn't happen. When you yeah. have to change when you're changing a habit, it, it's not just a one time thing. It has to be done consistently and consistently. I've been doing it. But getting back to uh, Shira, because um, I don't want anybody to uh, taint this this wonderful woman's mind. Um, and Shira, I just want you to continue on your way because, all right, because basically, it you know, if you can find a woman, I'm talking about men, you know, with that, that old fashioned or came from the household that me and Jerome came from, if you can find a woman that, has been raised like that that is willing to do that because i have a friend of mine whose whose wife is is like that it's like she does believe like shara 
in the gender roles and and she works a full-time job and she handles everything like everything that i said my mom does she does that and 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 she expects him and she has him in a gender role mindset too like okay i'm not doing anything with the cars don't expect me to do anything that that's you that's that's man i'm not doing anything in the yard that's not me that's you you know what I'm saying? So it is what works for you. See, because that works for them. Like you, like Darla or my wife or somebody else might from the outside, uh, you know, independent women might look and be like, what's wrong with you, girl? Is you cr-? No, it's it works for her. And you can't yeah. make someone like something that they're, they like. I mean, like something like change their mind to think like you if they're happy where they're at. So the key thing, like going back to what Cookie said, is it's what works for you. I think it's important that if if the, the traditional gender role works for you, or in my case, I do that plus I work, so it's important for men and, or a man with a woman like me to really understand that just because I believe in gender roles doesn't mean you can't help me out. And I can promise mm-hmm. if you do help me out, it's going to go a long, long way to you getting what you want. Because a woman who feels value, mm. taken care of, Talk about supported, that. you know, appreciated. She, appreciated, she's going to want to do those, continue to do the, the things that you praise her for, but she's also going to want to do more for you because you're taking care of her and it's, there has to be that equal balance. To your point, you know, he has to be taking out the trash. He has to be doing the yard work. There has to be a balance, but of course, you know, also that appreciation that I do work full time. And I do all this extra stuff, you know, that's, that's important and that should mean something. Oh. I have a question for you, though. So, you know, in doing all that, because I see this happens a lot with women, you know, um, I know you say you, you enjoy those kind of things, and that's great, but there, there are days where, you know, you, you have to work from home or you have to work longer than you expected and, you know, food still has to be cooked, laundry has to be done. Do you, are you... One that will say, hey, I need you to help me with this. Because a lot of women won't do that. And then they're frustrated. And then the man don't know why you're frustrated because you've been doing this right. shit all along. Now you're mad. No, don't well, listen exactly. to don't listen to that. Don't even answer that. The Darla's trying to set you up. Don't 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 no. She's trying to change you, Shira. She's trying to bring you to the dark side. You keep your your outlook the way Oh God. Go ahead. Answer. No, but I think this is important. She got you. I think this is important. Um, you're right. Like it's my responsibility as a woman who has taken on working and doing all of these household chores. It's my responsibility to speak up because men cannot read minds. And to your point, if they're used to something happening and then all of a sudden I'm mad about it one day, he's going to be like, what? I'm confused. And that's why men think women are complicated. So it is my job to communicate. And if I do, there are days where he calls me and I'm like, yeah, I got news for you. I'm not cooking tonight because I'm tired or I don't feel like it or I don't feel good. Or, you know, he'll be like, hey, what's for dinner? And my response will be whatever you are cooking <laughs> for dinner. So right. there are days that that happens. And there are days where I say, you know what? I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to leave this thing full of dishes. You know, if you want to do it, have at it. If you don't, that's fine too. But I'm not doing them tonight. And you just kind of set that expectation because whatever gets in the way, right? I'm tired. I worked a longer day than I expected. Or, or whatnot, and 
I, I'm luckily and fortunately with someone who appreciates the things that I do and recognizes that that I do go above and beyond. So when I kind of have that slip up, he's, he's not upset about it or doesn't make me feel bad for not being able to balance everything on one day or two. All right, look, right. look all right, okay. I'm going to cut this right here. See, because what Darla is trying to do is she's trying to liberate you, but you don't need liberation because you're you're already liberated. You are you are liberated because you enjoy doing what you like to do. Don't listen to this crap. She's trying to brainwash you. All right, I'm okay. All right, all right. Let me just. I'm, I'm going to take it back a couple. It does not need to. All right, so getting back to my friend that does this, that this was important. That whose whose wife enjoys the traditional gender roles and, and things like that. It's it's and, and and what Shira brought up about, you know, you have to uh you know be kind or support or or help out and 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 do your part. He does that. He does that part. Even to the ridicule of some of his friends. You know what I'm saying? He does that like um because he appreciates what she does. Because he appreciates having a wife that is um uh, that is that way. He he was brought up the same way with two parents, and and the, and the roles specific. So he's very happy to have a wife that is continuing his uh, like his childhood. So he does all the extra stuff, stuff that men, you know, more uh, less mature men would not do. So for example, if if um, if she has to go shopping, she'll take him with him. Like like she has like he has to go shopping with her. Now, some of his friends are like, man, you, you go shopping? Like, yeah, I go shopping. But he goes shopping because he appreciates everything. She does everything. Like, you know, he has that magic drawer that, that I don't have anymore. He has that. He still has that magic drawer. What I mean by that magic drawer is, you know, when when, when his underwear uh, is, uh, when his underwear is, you know, and he uses all his underwear and he goes to the drawer and there's nothing. And then the next day he comes back and then his underdress underwear, is, I mean, his drawer is filled with new underwear. I mean, brand new clean underwear. That's that magic drawer. You know, wives make that happen. His wife makes that happen. He doesn't have to worry about the magic drawer. So he appreciates stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? That's the magic drawer. I used to have the magic drawer back in the day. That was the magic drawer. I used to, mom used to do it for me. Yeah, you know, I used to come in and be like, wow, no underwear today. Come in tomorrow, like, woo, underwear. There, they're folded and everything. That was that magic drawer. But he appreciates that. And he so he does the little things. He, he gets the flowers. He he does all every every little thing she wants him to do. It doesn't seem like it's a bother to him. So like like she's he'll oh, talk on me. the phone for, uh, for an hour and a half, even if he doesn't want to, while she rides home, because well, he appreciates you, her. Let me tell you, she who controls the underwear in a man's life has everything. <laughs> 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 oh, Lord. So what I'm getting at <laughs> is that it works for them, and and he does yeah, well, reciprocate. You know what, Dante, there's another dynamic that I think uh-huh. that we haven't talked about. And, and what's those that? are the church Bible potent guys who mm. believe oh. that the Bible says yeah. woman to do this. <laughs> that, that's the only way it can be. Those are the, those are guys Good. that I run. Out. Hurry up and run. Get away from them. No, 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 no. It drives me crazy. But you know what? That comes, that stems. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, Cookie. But that stems from, again, a a mindset that has been instilled from generation to generation. That's why I said 
in a relationship, to me, is like a, a clean slate. And you have to sit down and talk about, you know, that's the importance of communication. That's another thing that where we get all messed up, too, because we don't really articulate what it is we really want or our roles or, or what have you like that. We just automatically come in assuming that this is how it should be or this is how, you know, my girlfriend and her husband do it and we should do the same thing. I want us to do the same thing so we can be successful like them. But those people that come in with that mindset, well, the Bible says submit yourself. Well, it does say submit yourself, but it also says submit yourself to one another. So if you're going to come and tote and, and, and throw the Bible at me, you better know exactly what you're throwing at me and, and, and be strong enough to back it up when I come back with what I'm coming back with. It does say that, but you, you, you really should submit to one another. And it's, it's about peace. At the end of the day, if we're going to talk about Bible, and I always tell people that the Bible says as much as lies within you to live peaceably with all men. So all men, not women. even my spouse, not women, no, even my spouse. But I just believe that you have to retrain your mind. You do it when you're at work. I always tell people, if you can go to work and they tell you to learn something new and you, in order to keep your job, you learn that with no problems. You learn it with no problems. But yet when we come home and I ask to try something new, Preach. you don't want to try nothing Preach. new, then it, it, there's a conflict somewhere because at the end of the day, you can lose your job, but you still got me and I still got you. Why can't we learn? We go to school and get PhDs and DDDs and all that stuff. Why can't we learn to love one another? And, and and that's the whole thing. All right, that's it with that, Dara. I'm sorry if I went off. All right. That, that, well, I'm going to follow up with that because I think that the, the issue with that is that, you know, many of us are so selfish. So if yep. it doesn't feel right or if it doesn't go along with what I want or need at the time, yep. then it's not important. So that, that's, you know. Well, selfish or, you know, when you're in a position of um, privilege or, or – or, um, or uh, all right, let me let, just to speak to the Bible and the guys out there listening probably not going to like this because uh, uh, this is not this is the truth. This is how I see it anyway. So you have like I, I agree so much with what Cookie said. The Bible says a lot of things. It does say the part about submit yourselves to your husband. But what I don't think is happening in a lot of churches is they're not teaching the men how to be worthy of a certain level of submission. You know, like mm-hmm. they, you just don't submit He's yourself to somebody and you are not worthy to be submitted mm-hmm. to. And a lot of guys just take that and run with it. The Bible says submit yourself. The Bible says also to follow, you know, that you should love your wife as the Christ loved the church. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when you do that, how could you allow yourself to see your wife in a uncomfortable or or uncomfortable position? Or, or in a, a, a state that is, does not promote her happiness, because you can you can mm-hmm. sit there and like you sitting on a throne and you're you're ruling and the the Bible says submit to me and your wife could be struggling. She not she does not like that. She's not happy. How could you continue to uh, demand from her this type of treatment to you and see her not happy? Mm-hmm. That's not that's yeah. not biblical. Absolutely. That's not biblical. Yeah. So and if yeah, you follow. Absolutely. The, the, the teaching of you know love wise like like Christ loved the church. Did you see the way that Christ treated the church? Does anybody know how he did he did that? Like there was no he did not make the church suffer at all. 
there was no suffering there. He was actually a servant to the church. So if you really see, that's not the, that's the teaching that I don't think that most men are getting from, from the Bible that, you know, all right, it does say that, but it also, there's also a responsibility that you have to uphold on your end to be worthy of being submitted to. Nobody's supposed to just submit to uh, any knucklehead. Are you kidding me? Who uh, wants to do that? It's a problem that the, the, the Bible, number one, is, is first of all, is a paternalistic approach to life. Exactly. And so um, it's patriarchal in, 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 a lot of, in, in every sense of the word. So, you know, you have to take everything that's written in there, you know, with a grain of salt. Um, and, and in fact, in the Bible's inception, not to, to go into um, off on a tangent here, but, you know, we largely had a matriarchal society prior to um, the, the advent or the introduction of Christianity. Um, so a lot of the deities were um, matriarchal or women. And then, especially in Africa, a lot of our deities were had both uh, male and feminine, feminine uh, principles and aspects. You never saw a male deity without an associated female deity. So um, we, we believed in that uh, duality of, of male and feminine principles. And that's, that was in our belief systems prior to this, uh, the introduction of uh, Christianity and, and, and its uh, patriarchal approach um, to, to uh, worship. So, you know, we, you got to look at that historically and, and, and take everything that's written in it with a grain of salt. Um, and as far as uh, the, the relationship between uh, a man and woman, you know, anytime you want to refer to something outside of being a human being, <laughs> you know, or in other words, refer to a textbook or, you know, or a, a, a book or religion uh, to, to guide you and what should be uh, common knowledge, um, you know, you, you got a problem from the gate. I mean, some things are, are just wrong and, you know, everybody accept it, accepts it as being wrong. We don't need uh, to show a text, <laughs> you know, yeah, show yeah. text to, 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 to prove it. You know, if it feels wrong, it's wrong. Right, right. Bottom line. But a lot of guys you, use that to their advantage. Cause it's, for control. You know, for, control. for control, exactly. I am about to say, you, they it's come really, from a, really, as an instrument of control. control. And that's where, and that's why so many marriages messed up because you're trying to, con don't control. My mother told me a long time ago, don't be no doormat and you got a voice. Understand your position, but don't be no doormat and you have a voice. And it didn't take me, I, I didn't understand that at first because I was, I was the same way. Well, the Bible says they submit to your husband. But as I begin to learn the Bible, it, it, it's with anything. As you learn you do better. Mm -hmm. So, and, and your mindset changes. You mature along the way. You know, um, I was one that I had lost my voice for, uh, for a long time. I lost my voice. Part of the reason why I lost my voice is because I didn't know who I was. And so when you don't know who you are, it allows the door to be open for people to come in and tell you who they are to manipulate you to do whatever it is they want for their, like, uh, service for their own selfish reasoning. All right. Well, but let me just, you know, and, and then, but as you begin to learn, 
and as you begin to know who you are, you begin to just learn and try to get to understand things, then you'll start understanding what your role is, who I am as a person. When but I it mar- begins with what feels good because yep. I mean, honestly, regardless of what, if it doesn't feel good to you, it's not right for you. I mean, well, you I just can't like have someone pushing your house, everything in the household as your responsibility or yeah. telling you that you're supposed yeah. to do this and that if it doesn't feel good to you. So that's where it starts, knowing what makes you happy, what feels good to you regardless. And then you can compromise the other point. But All right. how you feel about this. Well, yeah, Sarah, if it feels good to you, Sarah, okay. you just keep on doing what you're doing. That's, yeah, that, that's all. Yes, do you, girl. Don't listen but to this. And it's, again, it's, don't listen to this. But again, I, I don't want anyone to think there's anything wrong with... There's nothing with wrong with it. I don't think so. I don't. I am... But no, but what I want, what I want people to understand is I think it's very healthy to have people in your life who show you and demonstrate for you in their own lives how different different strategies work in different relationships and also can be there as support to say, you know, make sure it's balanced because I'm not going to, like, honestly, I don't want the message everybody comes away with is that it's, it's certainly okay to just, you know, lay down and do what happened in 1950. It doesn't work that way. To everyone's point, there, there needs to be balance. There needs to be understanding. And, and I don't just submit to anyone. If someone were to abuse the submission of that power, then right. they would no longer get it. So even as a submissive woman, I 100% hold the power because any control someone else has or go. anything that I do for anyone else is something that I can take right back if it's being abused. Go. And that's important. I want to make sure that women who do choose to kind of stay in those traditional gender roles also understand that they hold a hundred percent of the power they That's decide right. and they have that control and and i want the men who are with them to understand how important it is to worship them because again the woman holds the power the man has none and and i hate to say that but that's the case you know when you get in relationships women women are what are going to move the man forward in life you know women share their power but without them the men have less and that is just the truth well, I heard the statement that I heard. The, I heard the statement. I dig that. I heard the statement that the men wears the pants, but the woman controls the zipper. And <laughs> I heard that statement somewhere that the man wears the pants, but the woman controls the zipper. But the thing is, I think what we were saying earlier, really, in a relationship, we're partners. And regardless of whose role is what, at the end of the day, we should be partners. We should not be competing against each other. We should not be tearing each other down. That's right. You know, and, and that's that's the end of the day. So if if I if we're both working and we're both tired, and the dishes need to be done, if you know, it don't you do them? No, you do them. No, you do them. You do them. How about we just get in here and do them together and get it done and be and be be done with it? Period. You tripping? I'm tired. You, you tired. tripping? You know what? <laughs> you are such an Get your idiot. ass in there and do them dishes. I don't care about them. Like, no. <laughs> you are such an idiot. But I, I do believe that Shara, Darla, and, and uh, Deja, we all need a show. 
No, y'all don't. Y'all need to. All right. Uh, while you guys were talking all that foolishness, I pulled up this oh. article from 1955. Oh. And oh. this is what we need to. This 1955 Good Housewives Guide That's explains true. how your wife mm. should treat your husband. Now, let me tell you. Now, this mm. is what we need to go back to. Number one, have dinner Uh-oh. ready. Have dinner ready. That's number one in this article from 1955. Plan ahead, even the night before, to have a delicious meal ready on the time for his on on time for his return. This is a way of letting him know that you have been thinking about him and are concerned about his needs. That's number one. Number two, most men are hungry when they come home, and the prospect of a good meal, especially his favorite dish, is part of the warm welcome needed. Now, soak all this in. I want you to soak this in. Number three, prepare yourself. Take 15 minutes to rest so you'll be refreshed when he arrives. Touch up your makeup. Put on a ribbon in your hair. And be That's fresh right. looking. He has oh, just been with a, a lot of work weary people. He's coming from work. He's been with a lot of people. He's, he's torn. Now, number four, be a little gay, and they mean happy, be a little gay and a little more interesting for him. His boring day may need a lift, and one of your duties is to provide it. That's one of your duties. You you girls have just gotten so far off track. Number five. One of your duties. Number five, clear away the clutter. Make one last trip through the main part of the house just before your husband you, arrives. You, Gather up the school you. books, get the kids' toys and papers, and then and, and run a dust cloth over the tables and all that stuff. Make sure the house is clean. That's what you That's Number right. six, over the cooler months of the year, you should prepare and uh, light a fire for him to start up the fireplace mm. so he can unwind. Your husband will feel as as you know will feel he has reached a haven of rest and order if you have a comfortable home for him to come home to. That's number six. Number seven, you need to prepare. Uh, what's that? Prepare. Prepare the children. Take a few minutes to wash the children's hands and faces. Uh, you know, comb their hair. Make sure they're presentable when the king when the king arrives. Make sure the the kids and the prince and princess is is, a, is appropriate for when the king arrives. Number eight, children are little treasures, and he would like to see them playing their part. So minimize all the noise. Make sure they're quiet, and, you know, daddy's coming home. He's not going to want to hear all that. Just be quiet and, and behave when daddy comes in the house, when the king comes home. Uh-huh. And, then, and be happy to see him. Put a smile on your face. Talk with a smile. You know how to talk with a smile. Talk with a smile. Be pleasant. And then finally, number 10, you may have a dozen important things to tell him. Now this is very key. This is this might be. He, you may have a dozen important things to tell him, but the moment of his arrival <laughs> is not the time. You might have a lot of things that went on during the day, but the moment of his arrival, when the king comes home, that's not the time to tell him. Let let him speak first. Remember, his topics of conversations are more important than yours. You need to remember that. Now, this is an article from the 1955. And like I said, I didn't get a vote. I don't know when things change, but I didn't get a vote in this new system. I, I, and I, I, I love this article. I, I it's, it's posted. It's posted in my house. In the basement, I of course. Mike Pence, in the basement, Mike but it's, it's posted. <laughs> Mike Pence might have wrote that. Michael Pence. <laughs> Your vice president might have wrote that, Mike Pence, because so, you know that's be, definitely the life that they're trying to keep us in. You know, I'd be curious to know how this breaks down and um, and 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 uh, 
the, the gay marriage thing, how that breaks down. Oh my god! <laughs> in, in well, marriage. you know what? I can't speak for I can't speak for gay marriage, but you know they got their own rules and they got to live yeah, according to. It's marriage is marriage. It's yep, the they got their own rules. As long as they follow these ten steps, their marriage should be just fine. That's all I'm saying. As long as they follow these that? ten steps. Okay. Where is Mrs. Johnson? Because I know. Oh, she's not there. She's nowhere near him with all that foolishness. I know. She's right. Because she's shopping. Like she's. Oh, oh, sh- 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 all, right, all right. Like she's supposed okay. to be doing. No, no, no. Hun, hun, my show has been hacked, hun. My show has been hacked. <laughs> now, you better be careful. My, my show has been hacked. <laughs> But can I just say something to you? A lot of things have messed up too because of the stereotypes that we see on television. This some of this mess they have on TV is just off the chain. I I don't even know how people sit around and watch it. You know, holding your man down and all that. He just doing whatever he big enough to do, and and you the bad bitch and all this kind of. I was like, what is going on? How is that going to make us have healthy relationships? No, it's not. It's really not. It's a, it's a How lot are they of going to help us to have healthy relationships? What does that mean exactly? You know what you know what this reality TV reminds me of when uh, what when when gangster rap came out in in the uh, late eighties, um, early nineties. The same way they poisoned the minds of um, the, the the kids that generation with that uh, mm. gangster rap. Uh-huh. Because prior to that, you had like Brand Nubian, right, you had right. um, KRS One, Knowledge Reign Supreme. You know, um, you had um, Righteous teachers, yeah. yeah, you know, conscious, conscious rappers, you know, out there, you know, it, and spreading the message. And then came gangster rap. Next thing you know, we have uh, uh, the shootings in the urban communities, the rise of gangs, you know, gang violence uh, increase, you know, uh, black on black crime, so to speak, which is a, a misnomer mm. because um, you know, there's white on white crime as well, even more so, but. Um, you, you, they painted a portrait in your mind of just um, a, a lot of uh, violence and negativity. Mm-hmm. And so when when I look at what that did on the audio side of things, right, mm-hmm. now they're turning around and giving you a visual. Yeah. So now you're getting an a audio-visual perspective of uh, negativity and, and, you know, how they, you know, try to shape and mold the minds of our, our young people. And, uh, and I think it's very disturbing. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, when I look at what hip hop has done enough damage um, and continues to do damage, and now they're giving you a visual where they're, they're painting in homosexuality, they're painting in, you know, uh, degradation, you know, and low hey, expectations. Hey, Jerome, you know what? I, I just have to say this. You know, all those things, um, bad TV, radio, all of that has been prevalent for some time, but it doesn't take the responsibility from the parents. I mean, my kid. When she was young, you know, um, I'm talking about the baby I'm raising now, my 14 year old granddaughter. You know, we were we were grown enough at that point to know that when she's in a car, I can't listen to Jay Z with her, or she has to be listening to her own music while we're in the car. I managed what she watched on TV and how much TV she watched mm-hmm. because it was a priority for me. So regardless, so these of what's TVs going are on, raising the children you know, today. Yeah, yeah, and so it goes back to the parents. <laughs> Not so, so I can't turn up. I'm not supposed to turn up with my ten year old and six year old. We 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 can't turn up. 
That's absolutely not. I'm riding in the family wagon, and we, and we we all the way up. <laughs> I'm all the way up. So okay, okay, all right, okay. No, my kid, my, my son doesn't even like rap music. I don't know who where he came. He doesn't even like rap music. He's like, Dad, really? Do we have to listen to that? Do we really have to? I'm, I'm sorry, Don. I'll turn it on. Hold on. Dad, really? Please. He's like, Dad, really? <laughs> you know, I love your, I, I, I love your good housewife um, article. See, I know I, you I, would, Shara. I had to bring you back. Wait, I had to bring you back. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Um, you know, in 1939, there's a psychologist by the name of George Crane, and, and he came up with a marital rating um, scale. And basically, there were about 12 questions um, or 12 items that would be considered really good of the husband. If he did these things, he would get points for doing it. And then there were demerits. There were 12 things that if he did those things, he would lose points for. And and I, I think it's important to kind of understand the balance because back then it also meant that while husbands did come home to, to a wife who maybe cooked a hot meal and was waiting for him, uh, he also had to play a part in keeping the marriage right. That's not in my article. By doing so, so I want to go over some of the things that would be considered at the at the time. Please, Shara, please do that. Number one, number one would be gives wife ample allowance. Um, or turns paycheck over to her. So number one, the number one sign of a good husband in 1939 would be to give his wife all of his money. Um, my wife, two, used, I mean, my, my, my dad used to right. do that. My dad used to do that. That's right. Number, <laughs> number two, to be courteous to his wife's friends, whether he liked them or not, um, mm-hmm. which I know doesn't happen a lot today. Frequently compliments wife regarding looks, cooking, housekeeping, etc. So if he frequently com- complimented his wife, he was being a good husband. Remember birthdays, anniversaries, etc. the important dates, um, rather than the wife having to remind him. If he could remember her birthday, anniversary, the kid's birthday, then he would consider a good husband. Um, help wife with dishes, caring for children, and scrubbing. How about that? Um, wow. Polite <laughs> no, no, and mannerly, even when alone with his wife. So, so polite and mannerly treating his wife respectfully, even when they're alone and no one is watching. Consults wife's opinion regarding business no, and no, social no, affairs. No, no. This is 1939. You got, that's off of Wikipedia. Everybody knows Wikipedia is not a, a, a reliant source. Has date with wife at least once per week, and he got more points. The more dates he took his wife on, the more points he would get per per week. That's right. Um, That's, that uh, sounds like recreational time. Let her out of the cell every reads, hour for, reads, you know, once a week or an hour a week. Reads, right. reads newspapers, <laughs> books, and magazines aloud to his wife. So you probably saw a lot of that. The picture that gets depicted the most in, like, the 1950s is the man at the table reading a newspaper while the woman's serving. Keep in mind that the expectation then was that whatever he was reading in that newspaper, he was reading aloud to her in order to engage her in that. I, um, I am I am so willing to read this way. article to my wife every day. <laughs> I will read that at the table. You're right. Uh, steady worker 
and good <laughs> provider. So again, uh, constantly providing for his family and then leaving the car for wife on days that she needs it. Because typically in 1939, there was but one car for a husband um, to have. So, so those are the things that would would be signifying if he was a good husband. And then there's this list of things that if he was doing these things, um, he would lose points because he wasn't being a good husband. And I'm not going to name all 12 of them, but, but some of them are things like criticizing his wife, um, publicly praising bachelor days and regrets having getting married, um, comparing wife unfavorably to his mother or to other wives that he knows, um, and uh, not phoning her when he's late for dinner. A lot of things, uh, we see these very common today. So, so just keep in mind that there's two sides to every story. And, and while the 1955 article definitely gets a lot more viral airplay, that doesn't mean it's the only one, nor does it mean it was the first one, nor does it mean it's telling the entire story. That was, this is the article that they Thank read you, at, the, at, the, at the dinner table, the article I read. That's what they was reading when you saw them reading the magazine. They were reading this one. <laughs> Housekeeping monthly. <laughs> I, I, what's surprising to me, and you know, honestly, we're, we're still that in 2017, domestic violence is still an issue. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh god! Yeah, you know, I'm I'm absolutely shocked. I mean, and it it was uh, I got some neighbors um, where you know I'm not accustomed to seeing you know domestic violence, but I mean it it I've I've recently bear witness to it. And I'm like, I can't believe that in 2017 that that, that men are, are still balling up their fists and putting them on somebody's daughter because you they know, can't. I, I, they are some. Some people are still it's caught into that. They're still very much caught into that gender roles, and men are supposed to be superior, and, yeah. and 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 there's a lot of like unevenly yoked people getting together like you got a man who has this that still has this uh this gender role um etched in their mind of how it should be and they're getting with uh these modern independent women and they expect them to be a certain way and if they don't if they're not that way they are laying hands on these women this is it's crazy they are laying hands on these women if more women who had men who raised their hand cut that fucking hand off the first time you <laughs> were crying. <laughs> you know, I, I just, I, I couldn't believe it's still an issue in 2017. I thought it was it's in the a past. It's, it's a major issue. It is. It's a major issue. And, you know, I'm, I'm joking, of course, of course a lot of tongue-in-cheek things I've said, but that, you know, it's not, not. very good. It's not good at all I to mean, be laying hands on no women. No points for that. No None. points. You should You should definitely, they should be locked under the jail for that. That's just, a, that's that's beyond a but sign of weakness. Men. That's just being a men little bitch. That's just being a little bitch. Men raise their hands at women are not men. They are punks and they are cowards. Because they, and you, if you dig deep, you only find that they only ever fought a woman. They've never fought a man because they're punks. But yeah. I tell you, try me if you want. That's a bitch move. I know that's right. <laughs> I know that's right. Yeah, that's that's a bitch move. Yeah, I, I was I was absolutely shocked. I mean, um, I, you know, and you know, I heard the sister hollering and 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 it's a young couple, and so you know, I really wanted to. I really hated to get to like the police involved. You know what I mean? Um, because we all know how that goes. You know what I mean? And 
But if they need you know, a bomb, if they need, if you need to get the police involved to save somebody's life, you have to do that. Yeah, you and do. He, he, should under, he should understand the wanna... consequence. He should understand the consequence of his actions. They know, you know, they, people say, well, I don't know the whole story. You don't have to know the whole story. Right is right and wrong is wrong. Really, really. And you don't put your hands on it. That's something my mother always told me. She said, don't put your hands on him and he don't put your hands on you. You right. know, she said he got his mama and you got your own mama. So, or, or daddy or whatever. In this, in this society, I think what's bringing it on is, is, is the economic situation. I mean, you know, it's a lot of stress. You know, financial stress and a lot of and, and far no excuse, going on no excuse, no excuse, and, no excuse. Yeah, I know, but I'm what I'm saying is um, that you know I, I would have thought that with all of the education, the PSAs, the public service announcements, and all of the education that that's been you know put forward on, on you know on that note, and you know I would have thought that we would have a generation now that would be a little more free of that you know what i mean that that wouldn't still be you know an issue today but if you um, but if you understand i mean clearly it is i mean and it's it's hard you know you understand if you understand how the cycle of, of abuse works i mean if you understand the psychology behind it then, then you understand why it why it happens so often, and and you can even understand your role as a parent to try and help stop it from catching in the next generation. And and I do think that per, parents play a lot of role in whether or not their children will either grow up to be abusers or grow up to be abused, because there's a lot of things that link to that. Low self well, like being I, the top of the list. And, I was only anyone, ignorant to the fact that it still goes on. Today, somebody probably getting their ass whooped right now. You know, it it's, still goes on today. I, I just would have thought that we were, were as a society, were, were were free of that burden. And uh, clearly, you know, there's still some 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 men out here that that feel like it's okay. You know, not men, so man. Yeah, they're not men. But let me say well, what that. What about the women? What about the women whose whose children have seen that prior to? Yeah, that's one of the things. I was talking to a young lady. She broke down crying because she had to get a divorce. And I said mm. to her at the end, you got a daughter who's watching you, so you're going to stand there and be with this man because you've been with him for so long because he's the only man you know. So you're going to stand there and let your daughter see him beat you, um, disrespect you, because if you continue to do that, what you're telling her is that it's okay. So what happens is when she grows up, she gets a man like that. And when she gets a man like that... Still think it's normal to accept the same thing, the same kind of treatment, and it's not normal. It's not good. No, it's not. And so you you have women who will accept that abuse. They'll take them back because they've been with them for so long. And then if you're feeding your mind with the stuff that you see on TV, I'm holding my man down. You know, he so he he so he cheated with her. So I forgive him. I'm gonna take him back, and he continues to disrespect you. You're letting the feet. You're letting your children know that it's okay. But that, and, that's the and, effect and that's the of. I'm sorry. Good. That's the part to me that that kind of, you know, you got to look at all variables and all factors with that. And if you see, and if a man grew up, a young oh. boy grew up watching his dad beat his mom, he'll think it's normal for him to put a hands on a woman. So that's why it still exists. 
This is a uh, this is a topic a show topic all in itself. We could you know we could talk about this for, oh, yeah. for hours, yeah. and it's it's very unfortunate, but it, it's not it's not surprising to me as it is to Jerome. Um, I you know I hear the locker room talk. You know we all have our little subgroups that we can retreat to, whether it be women, uh, men, white women, black women. You know what I mean? Whatever subgroup. But I hear the locker room talk, and you'd be surprised, like. You'd be surprised to hear how many men still have a, 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 um, that old-fashioned mentality of how uh, what role a woman should play in their lives. And, and, and another thing that, that helps me see a, a litmus test for me is like for um, unfair treatment is if anything resembles um, like racism or racist statements like that's a that's the litmus test. Like, all right, this ain't this not right. So, like, if you if I hear men talk about women the same way that you know racists might have referred to black people, that's a red flag. Like, dude, something's wrong with you. Like them, and they should be in here. And th- oh no, no, that's not that's right. not cool. But exactly. that is prevalent in in the locker room. I'm telling you, and and I'm not saying these are close friends of mine because I I don't associate with a lot of people like that. But I'm just saying I'm in different atmosphere different groups of people and i hear the, the locker room talking it's like it's shocking it's it's shocking that they still are even, thinking this way i think there's also a lot of desensitization that happens out there on every issue whether it's the war on women racism you know abusive behaviors whatever there's a lot of jokes out there and people classify them as jokes and therefore they dismiss them as okay and what happens is when you when you joke about something that isn't really funny, you create this kind of desensitization of it where, where people who do do that or do think that those things are okay are going to keep doing them instead of questioning their own morals or integrity. Uh, it's, it's a sad situation. Again, this is, this is probably a show topic that we, we, we can dedicate a whole show to just that. Um, we're nearing the, the, the wrap-up of the show, so... Uh, I'll let you guys. I'll go around the horn and, and give you guys some final uh, thoughts on on the roles of the new family uh, structure here. Starting with you, Cookie. Um, I think that you have to do within your four walls, within the people within the house of your four walls. You communicate what works for you guys, and um, not what works for your neighbors, but. What makes your household happy? Because I think that's what the real deal is at the end of the day. What makes your household happy and what brings peace to you guys. So, and if you communicate that, if you love one another, um, I, I think you have a, a, a good chance of winning. But if you um, are unable to open your mind to learn, to listen, um, I think you can run into a, a couple of snags. That's all I got. All right, Rome. Yeah, um, if I could say anything, um, and just based on my my 17-year experience, you know, um, empower your women. Empower your woman. You know what I mean? Because that's that's your partner, you know, in this life. You know, and, you know, the greater her contributions are to the household, the the better off your your life will be. You know, uh, I know my wife is... um, is up for a promotion here and she'll be making more money than me. So for the first time in 17 years, 
you know, but, you know, there was a lot of work that had to take place to give her, you know, the courage and, the, you know, the, the support, you know, the, for her to even conceive of, of something like that even being possible because, um, you know, she wasn't in the mind state, the correct mind state in the beginning, neither was I. So, it, you know, if I could say anything, you know, if you want to better your life, better your wife, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. You know, empower her, you know, to, 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 to be able to be strong and, and deal with um, the things that go on in the workplace. And it starts at home. You know, if, if you know, if you're a browbeaten and then she got to go to work as a woman, in this particular case, a black woman, and be further beat down, I mean, you know, then that's no good. That's not going to be good for her. It's not good for you. It's not good for your household. You know, Amen. so empower your woman, man. Be a man about it. And Sarah. I mean, I think everyone is really spot on with, with their closing thoughts. I would just add that whatever role that you take on, whether you're a man and a woman or a woman, whatever roles you take on within the relationship, make sure that you stay true to who you are and that there are roles that you really want to be in um, in order to prevent you from getting bitter or getting upset or for other things to crumble. And just make sure that it's something that you understand is that works for you and it's not going to work for everybody. And there's really not a right or wrong answer. I agree with that. Um, and you, Darla? You know, um, Shara, that, that was perfect. And Jerome, I just wanted to give you an air hug. As a wife with a straight husband, you know, I'm glad that you are thoughtful and considerate. It, you just made me smile a few minutes ago. But, um, you know, everyone has, has definitely expressed um, the same sentiment that I have. I think that the evolution of men and women marriage, the roles inside a household have definitely, you know, um, gone to the space that I would expect it to, especially raising girls, you know. Um, so I think you know what makes you happy and you have a partner that cares and loves for you and has respect for you, you know, and you're able to express what you need and, they're and they have the same opportunity, you're going to build the right, you know, structure and family for you because it's different for everyone. And, and in my house, I respect and love what we have, and I respect and love what others have. If you're happy, I'm happy. But I, I love the evolution that we've seen in the last few years um, and when it comes to men and women relationships and roles. Well, I thank you guys. I agree with a lot of what you guys said. Men versus women. This new family structure. Look, we can't win, man. Look, look. I've been bitchified. I, you know, I, I, I'm a house husband now, you know, and and I don't mind it. I love it. I mean, it's, it's okay. It's just a part of the partnership. I so agree with what Jerome said. It was so adequate. Um, empower your women. Help your women. If you love your women, you want to do what's right by them. My wife makes more than me now. And so, you know, like I said, I've been bitchified, I, you know. She wears the pants, and I don't even control the zipper anymore. This is this is crazy, and, and, and this is the only time that I have to lash out and read articles from 1955 because I I don't have any rights at home. But no, no, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. No, no, you have to empower your wife. I, I'm one of my wife's biggest cheerleaders of, with all that she does, and and the maturity that came about it was based in the my love for her, my growing. And, and eventually my love for my wife that I want to do more to make the burden lighter on 
on her to help out our situation because that's what it's doing. It's, you're just helping out when you do when you when you get pour that into your wife, you're pouring it into your your relationship. So you're not only in helping her, you're helping your whole household. But again, touching on what what Shara said, you have to have it's okay. It's what works for you. If you're comfortable in the gender specific roles, make sure you are with a person that feels the same way. Don't you know, the two don't they don't work together. So but if you guys are together and that's what you guys accept as um, what works for you, then that's wonderful. And the, the other thing that has to happen is that you have to have the fortitude to withstand all the outside noise that's going to come because people have their different perspectives and opinions of how a relationship is supposed to work. And it's not based on how you think a relationship is supposed to work. It's based on does it work for you? Does it work for okay. you? And that's that's the bottom line. So I got I thank you guys for joining us today. Uh, continue to listen. Tell your friends. Damn it, let's talk. It's back on the air. I thank my co-host. The Justice League goes forward, and we will be back next week on Blog Talk Radio. This podcast, I'll, I'll try to have it up tonight. Uh, if I can mix it down real quick. But this podcast will be on Blog Talk Radio. I'll have it on Facebook. You guys spread the word. And you guys listening, spread the word that Damn It Let's Talk is back. So for me, Darla, Jerome, Cookie, and Shara, I'm your man, Dante the Dark Knight. And we're out. Peace. Peace. Your heat, I'm pleased, I really dig your company.